Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. You have just entered a caldera leading into the well of the dragon. You guys hug up against the walls and these uh, these cult members converge on this central point. And they are speaking draconic. Perfect, I speak draconic. They took the sacrifices out there and it's all, it's gonna be real good. When, uh, when Tiamat gets here, I hope, I hope we get, uh, I hope we get all the things that they've been promising us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they have sacrifices. Yeah, like that shit's all gonna be happening. Like if they're needed, if we can like fuck up their sacrifices somehow that will hopefully give us some time or fuck the whole thing up totes the guard drake turns quickly and sees you duck down the hall and begins chasing after you as you keep going you hear muffled voices ahead of you but then it forks again which way do you think we should go nulara we go left that's heading in but it seems like there's a lot more tunnel options in there, which means things are going to get more complicated. Nulara, you look to the left and you lock eyes with the room of cultists who are staring back at you. As the cultists stand up from the table they're at and draw their weapons charging towards you, we find ourselves back outside. Faint, light auras can be seen leaving the deceased bodies from the battlefield, rising up into the sky and into the heart of the cyclone. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Johnson. Who does not have a cookie, despite there being a lot of talk about cookies before we started recording. But that's okay, because I'm with my friends. Also, I play new Lara Moonbrook. And Amy Moore. That's me. Um... I'm neither here nor there about the cookie situation. I have a beer in front of me, so I'm pretty good. And I'm very happy to see my friends because I feel like we haven't recorded in ages. It's true. Okay, you're neither you're neither here nor there on the cookies, but how many biscottis did you have today? Oh, called no out. comment. Oh, mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. comment on the biscotti. And I play Thea Anastasia and Tom Laird. Uh, I am. Kind of mad at myself because I made a bunch of cookies before I left my brother's place and then I didn't bring any to the airport with me. And all I wanted when I was there was a goddamn cookie. Yeah. And I play Flint Firebeard. You know what, though? They would have asked you at the airport if you had anything with you in your luggage, mm-hmm. um, like food items. Mm-hmm. And then you would say no. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly. Uh, you don't consider cookies to be food. <laughs> That's exactly what happened when we were going to Seattle. Yeah. And then the lady was like, oh, do you have any food? And I'm like, nope. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I have cookies. So I was like, oh, not I have even, some cookies. I mean, <laughs> cookies not to call you out, Tom, but you didn't even realize. She said, do you have any food? And we both said, no. Yeah. And then she said, do you have any gifts? And you said, yes, yep. cookies. Yep. 100%. That's exactly what happened. You're and like, hold on, no. Like, but does that fall under the food category her, or the I'm cookies I'm like rolled so far, like, out of her whole head. It was she funny. Was pretty she sassy. was pretty nice about it. Was it. it was It was funny, but. <laughs> well, oh, food, 
See, I didn't intend on yep. eating that, so it's not food to, <laughs> to be me. fair, I was bringing them exclusively for they you guys. They were gifts, so yeah, they were it's real true. good. It, was, it did fall under more the gift category than the food at that yeah. moment category. It even fell under the gift for mores category. Thing, ah. Are we saying things can't have more than one category? If it's food, it can't be a gift. If it's gift, it's obviously not food. Well, it's just more so. If it's it like has a- wheels, it's automatically a car. I don't like these like harsh yeah, dichotomies. No, I don't, I don't wanna, like, I'm more shades of gray in all things. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't like where this is going, but you know where where we do have different categories is Patreon. Hey. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. You would think we that planned that segment. That, time. that was oh, we did not. amazing. Well, we did it. We're very proud of you, right? <laughs> I know, right? So good. So good. But we do have categories over there and you can go check them all out. They're also called tiers. Um, but you can go check them all out at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where for just a dollar a month, you can see our lovely faces record this. You can't we see all, what I'm doing right now yeah. if you're not a uh, patron. Russ, out of curiosity, what does, let's say, the $10 tier get people? Ooh. Oh, don't put me on yeah. the spot like that, Tom. But the $10 tier gets everything that the $1, $2, and $5 tier get. But also, they get to name an NPC. And some NPCs that you might be familiar with at this point uh, Flamikins, who was named by one of our lovely patrons. Uh, Thaddeus, who was named by one of our lovely patrons. Um, Arvid of Innistrad, also named by one of our lo- lovely patrons. Reginald Thermopolis of the Guild. Such good names. They are so good. And these are like yeah. and important characters. Grancis? No, Grancis oh, is, is, is me, baby. <laughs> Grancine. Grancine <laughs> is a patron <laughs> named. I don't know if I feel Better or worse known that grants came straight from you. See, that at that $10 tier, you get to mold the world. Mm-hmm. And, and some of these NPCs, we keep around for a long time because we don't like change, people. Once you're in, you're fucking that's in. That's right. We Once we like you or that's hate right. you, in the case of Grancis, that's it. Mm-hmm. Follow-up yeah, question, Russ, about the $10 oh, tier. Boy. Talk to me, Goose. If I were to sponsor our podcast at $10 a month, could I make Ooh. a character named Grancis again? <laughs> I mean, there's already an episode named Grancis again. Perfect. So, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. good Excellent. question, Tom. You got it, Good Tom. question. Yeah. I got to make sure we don't kick that $10 back to you. Otherwise, it just seems kind of weird. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Come come join the party. Is one of the things that we dedicate an episode to a patron? And one of the things is that we dedicate an episode to a patron. I knew I was forgetting something. We went on for kind of a long time. I didn't expect the $10 throw out there, but that was good. But today's episode is dedicated to a lovely patron named Forrest Demon. Thanks, Forrest. Thanks, Forrest. Forrest. Thank you. You're amazing. You are amazing. And you smell real nice. And did like, you get your haircut? Because, like, yeah, it looks great. Are you just right? doing something different? I don't know. Looks amazing. I hear you've been running that 7th C, or you want to run that 7th C game, and I hear it's really fun. So I hope that's going well for you and that you got to play it again. Perfect. Fuck it. Let's play D&D. Yeah. The scene is silent. We see... A crew aboard one of the airships. Down below, there is mayhem, chaos, a general massacre happening on both sides. At the head 
of this ship. Hanging over the edge is Flamekins. She has in her hand her crossbow, and she aims and takes a shot down and hits a cultist member who's jumping on top of a group of lesser-trained military. As the arrow strikes, the sound and screams and battle cries of the entire battle come back to us. And her ship is broadsided by a blue dragon. The ship is latched onto and torn apart as it begins to fall to the ground. At the very last moment, Flamikins jumps off and lands on top of a giant, reaching up to club a group of cavalry riding towards him. She, with a gigantic chaos bolt, lets loose into the giant's ear and rolls down his back as she joins the fray at the base of the mountain. The ship and the dragon crash into the mountain, causing the tunnels and the caverns to rumble, where we see Flint, Thea, and Nulara facing down a group of cultists who are now charging towards them. Roll for initiative. Well, that wasn't a good start. Uh, 13 for me. 15 for Flint. 16. I got you, got the, you? you got the highest of the three of us. Oh you my died. god. Crushing it. So that's how it's going to be tonight. All right. All right. I'm be down cool. for it. Cool. <laughs> I'm down for it. Keep your head, Hotshot. <laughs> uh, so you guys are facing down, if you recall, three dragon wings and nine dragon claws. Thea, you are up first. Yeah, I am. So the scene before you, uh, you are basically staring into a narrow hall which opens into a chamber where these cultists are. The hall is about five feet wide itself, um, and it's about 15 feet long. They have just... But I can see them. It is a hallway. Nice. In the middle of it, I am going to cast fairy fire. So each of them within a 20-foot cube, which should encompass all of them, you said it's a 15-foot hallway. I centered on the yeah, middle. but they're in the middle of this chamber. They've just stood up and are coming towards. So they're not yet in the hall. Oh, can I run down the hall then? Sure. Yeah, I want to run closer to them so I can get them all my 20-foot cube. Can I do that? Uh, you can get maybe, like, four of them. Yeah, okay, I get four of them. How far do I have to run to get four of them? You have a 60-foot um, uh, range on it, so you don't have to run at all. But you can run as far as you want. <laughs> uh, well, I won't run at all. I will I will get as many as I can in my 20-foot queue. I, I just whisper, glow, motherfuckers. And I, and I cast fairy fire. And they all start uh, to glow in this very nice purpley uh, color. What happens is all those creatures that I hit uh, is outlined in that beautiful light. Um, if it fails, a dexterity saving throw. Crippling. 19. 16 and a 9. One of them saves. Okay. Three of them do not. So now, any attack roll against these affected creatures has advantage if the attacker can see it. Okay. Uh, and these creatures cannot benefit from being invisible. 
I, I can't remember if they can, but now they can't. If they, so, if they so desired, they could not. It's not happening now. So that was my... Just, and then I'm just going to, like, move to the back of the pack. Just gonna, <laughs> I'm going to moonwalk to the back, be like, you guys got this. You're welcome. There is a, a call from the group as, they, as some of them begin to glow, and they say, wait, you don't run. And four of the other ones rush forward ahead of them. Me don't run? Yeah, they were talking oh, to you, maybe. Rolling. Yeah, you don't run. Yeah. You don't run. Please stop. <laughs> Why? You look good, by the way. No horseplay in the Very cavern. Glowy. <laughs> yeah. No running, only walking. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I saunter. No, I said I moonwalked before. Yeah. So I'm not running. Well, you are like a moon circle druid, aren't you? I sure am. Where is everybody positioned outside this hallway? Like, are you like right in front of it? Or are you back a bit? Like the hallway that you're in is I'm now back like 20 bit. feet wide. So there is room to move. Thea has moved back, but the choke point of the hallway is only about five feet wide that they're running through. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty close because I'm, I looked in that chamber, right? So I'm probably because yeah. Thea looked the other way and I looked that way. So as much as I don't want to say this because it's not my turn for a while, I'm probably the closest because I was yeah. like, Although, way to be yeah, honest, you, Carla. You, you still got like, oh yeah, oh wait, they can't hurt me anyway. I'm in the front. Don't worry about it, guys. No, no damage to this girl. Yeah. You got this. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm just going to roll a whole bunch as they kind of jump and fly over each other, and no matter how many crit twenties I roll, they're not going to hit you. I hope you. you roll so many. So I hope you get all two. of them out of your <laughs> system. Two. Two. There were two. Oh my god! Who'd destroyed you, Carla? In a series of eight scimitar attacks that they rolled with advantage, the first one runs forward and starts swiping at you, but you you just absorb this energy uh, that is being brought upon you, whether they hit or not. The ones following in behind uh, jump nimbly jump up and over each other. So now we find one flying over top of you. You passing through your, so you can take an opportunity attack on that one if you so desire. Well, offs. Yeah. (laughs) Just give you the option. Do you make like super weird like haha noises as they're hitting you? You're like, "Mm, yeah, that feels I don't know, like maybe, but I honestly feel like it still is like, oh fuck, because this is the first time I've used it. So like it's probably still a little terrifying. Like at sure. some point, this is going to stop working, and it's still like okay. Like I still have time, but it doesn't feel comfortable. It feels You're not scary. like cocky with no, it. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> You're definitely taking like you know scimitar slashes yeah. and like you feel them hit you, but you're not absorbing any of the actual damage of it. Um, so while they're nimbly, like, doing fucking amazing gymnastics over me, I guess I will try to stab up with Dragon Slayer on the one that I can or whatever. Yep. Shish Okay, well, I mean, that's a 13, so this die has made it through two rolls and now is getting put away. <laughs> so they've both been terrible. Flint's turn now. There's one in the... In the tunnel section that the three of you are in, the other ones are on the other side of Nulara, and she is, like, stopping them from coming through at this moment. Okay, well, I'll just mosey on over to that one that's uh, in the section. 
And just, uh, oh, hey. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> Is that one glowing by any chance? You need to tell no, them. No, they, 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 they were told to move back. Oh, I still thought they were, they were wise to your magics. All right. Uh, first one, it's a 29. <laughs> Does that hit? No. Uh, so that's going to be 17 damage on the first attack. He is dead. So he lands, plants his feet, sticks the landing, and then just catches an axe in the face. Love it. The landing he really did a good job with. I mean, he was looked very proud of himself, like he'd been working on it. The judges were holding up the ten placards for him before he got cut down. Then they just moved the one away, and it was just a zero. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a bunch on the other side of Carla. So am I able to like? sidle on up beside her and maybe like chop down past her on somebody? Is that a thing I could do? Yeah. It's like five feet yeah, wide, you, you prob- said, right? I'm not like... Yeah, it, well, I mean, they, they classify a person as taking up five right. feet. But if she like shimmy to the side a little bit... Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm coming at you. <laughs> maybe you push her. I was gonna say, you could, you, you won't to. hurt me. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I also kind of want you still in the way, though, because you're eating all that good damage. <laughs> I know, it is pretty great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, uh, next one. That's going to be a 28 to hit. Yep. Now, do I have advantage on that one? Still no. Okay. No, those guys are back in the chamber. Okay. So there are a total of, like, 12 guys, and you, you've got access to three. Perfect. Uh, including the one you killed. So that's going to be 16 damage on that attack? Oh, yeah, so, he, yep, he, he's dead, too. Okay, uh, and can I reach a third one? Mm. I understand if I can't. I don't think he can, okay. because he was in front, would have pushed, you know, he would have been stopping the guy behind him, so, no. Can I, I so. ready my third action on the off chance someone comes close to me? Yep. Okay. You bet you can. Perfect. So, yeah, before your next action, if something were to happen... That would incur your your final attack. Excellent. Three of the dragon wings. One of them is is a light with the fairy fire. Fly up and fly over top of everybody, dropping down in the center of you, and start swinging with their scimitars. Uh, okay, so the first one is swinging at Flint. So, like, he went that... close to me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, as is this the one that I have advantage on, or? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. As if you need it, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I might crit, <laughs> so it's good to roll yeah, the advantage. Will. Oh, I was so close to critting you guys. <laughs> uh, so that is going to be a 28. And that's going to be, ooh, that's almost full damage. 19 damage. He lands down behind you, and you turn and take a big swing at him, cutting his chest open and spraying blood at yourself. But it doesn't stop him. And Bathe he in the blood of your enemies. swings back at you with his scimitar. That's a 15 and a 23. 23 will do it. Six slashing damage and three... Cold damage. Okay, so six in total because I take half of the physical damage. The other two uh, come out and land by Thea. They both begin swinging at you with their scimitars. First one is a 21. Well, yeah. Second one is an 11. Nope. 
23. Yep. Seven. No. So you take two oh, hits. You're you take really up and down. Twelve slashing damage and three acid damage and three fire damage. So a total of uh, 18 damage. Got it. New Laura. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I'm mature. No, it was, it was a good response. I assume there's more like coming towards the door. So there is one on me or near enough to on me. Yeah. There's one that just struck Flint. That is a light with fairy fire on the He's like outside of the room. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually uh, there's actually two that are a light. One of them is on Thea. And then there's a bunch of uh, ground uh, dragon claws who are continuing to come forward towards you. How close are they? They're they're within reach now. Okay. Then I'm going to attack one of those with Dragon Slayer, which rolls a 21. That will hit. So Dragon Slayer has extra dragon damage. Do these count as dragon creatures or like they are minor dragon creatures? They count as humanoid human creatures. Humanoid humans are the worst. They're just merely called. No, uh, I mean, they're speaking draconic. It's what I assumed, but it never hurts to ask. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So that is 22 damage. Uh, Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Perfect. Then I'm going to attack the other one because I think you said there was two that were kind of coming at me. There there. are two within proximity. So that is is a light with fairy fire. No. It's a uh, 20, not a crit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one's less impressive. It is nine damage. That one is still alive. It makes a, a pleading battle cry to signify that it, he is hurt real bad. I hope Donnie's going to finish him off. Uh, no breath weapon from a boy this time, because that would be risky. But how about a 15 with a bite? That'll do it. 10 damage. Donnie... Basically, just muzzles him <laughs> and gives a good old dog shake, snapping his neck Oof. Oof. as he drops to the ground. You, dead. you know what? You make it sound kind of whimsical, dogs. This no. is a dragon grabbing someone by the face and shaking yeah. them until they're dead. Like that's the way a terrier would like shake a rat. Yeah. Like that's what he just did sure. too. But it's a bad guy, so it's fine, guys. Don't even that's worry fine. about it's it. Totally yeah, no, no moral it's, issues it's whatsoever. Um, he still has another attack, so maybe he can like spin and try and chomp the one that's attacking Thea. There are two, but yes. yes. Well, one of those. One is a light with fairy fire. How about that one? The other one? is not. <laughs> Do that one. That one seems good, because uh, that was a nine, but I'll try again. Do it again. Oh, my God. Uh, it almost went off the desk, but it didn't, and it was a 17. Oh, yeah. Uh, that will hit, yeah. Okay, so. I feel vindicated. Oh, Fury Fire was a good choice. It was a good choice. That was, This was a bad, bad roll, but five damage to that one from Mr. Donnie. Hey. It all counts. And Donnie has, like, maybe not ever had two at- successful attacks in a row. So, like, it's true. He's, he's pretty stoked on himself right now. He's doing a little dance. Yeah. <laughs> Ulara, make a perception check before the end of your turn there. Okie dokie. 19. Out of the corner of your eye, you think you see a flash of movement dark shadow move further down the main tunnel in the direction where you came from. Guys, I think someone's getting away. We have to stop them. Flint and uh, Thea make a perception check as well. I perceive 
Oh, I perceived a, a 25. Mm-hmm. 17. Neither of you see anything. Girl, what you talking about? <laughs> um, the remainder of the dragon claws yep. appear to be just kind of pushing forward in the hallway now. Like, they are frantic in their attempt to try to stop you, but they can't get forward. It's kind of dumb. Two of them see this, and they kind of hang back in the chamber. They're like, dudes, like, if we just hang out in here, maybe uh, maybe they'll come in, and then we can fight them not in a hallway, (laughs) dumbasses. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they they disengage, and they move back down the hallway, back into the chamber where they were eating their food. Thea, you have two dragon wings attacking you. One is alight with fairy fire. The other is not. Nulara has just yelled out that someone is getting away. But you did not see anyone in either direction. I I yell back, which way? Uh, I saw a blur, like, going the way we came from. What if it's something, like, going to warn them that we're here? I'm on it. Can I get on it? You would have to disengage from combat, which would be your action, but yes. You could be on it. Oh. I'm going to be on it. Okay. So you're disengaging. Can I disengage and turn into a winter wolf? Tell me, is that an action or a bonus action? It's a or bonus maybe? action. Then yes, you absolutely can. Okay, I would like to uh, turn into a winter wolf. And so I'm going to wild shape and disengage. And may I run my, I think it's like 60 feet. So you run back down the hallway of which you came. That gets you definitely to the T intersection. Like, you're like 40 feet from the T. You can see down both directions, the one where you guys came from, and then the other one you chose not to go. Um, And you don't see any people. Could you have been wrong? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. It didn't seem like a person. It was like a shadow. Maybe something magical. I, I'm done. I just sit at the intersection just like... Let's turn. All right. Uh, can I roll a perception roll again to see if I maybe get a glimpse of this thing? Sure. I think it may have long passed. And I've stuck you with two dragons. Well, I mean, if 17 wings. didn't do it last time, <laughs> this roll's not going to do it for sure. How many of these things are nearby me? Any of them glowing? There are uh, two dragon wings that were attacking Thea. She turned into the wolf, disengaged, and ran... And one of them is glowing. I'm going to head on up to the one that's uh, currently affected by fairy fire. And I'm going to attack it. Uh, First one was a 21. Second one, 22. So mildly better. That will hit. Bank shot. Oh, fuck. That's full damage. All right. So that's 20 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me what happens when you extinguish his fire. Uh, yeah, so he's glowing real bright, so it's real easy to see him, and I just, like, slash right on down on his neck, and then he's not glowing anymore, which kind of makes me, like, blink a little, So I wasn't expecting it just to turn off like that. I'll turn to the other one that had been attacking Thea and, uh, take a chop at it. Uh, so that's a 28. 15 damage on that one. After easily dispatching the first one, you chop into the second one, you hear bones crunch as it screams out and turns to face you and you have another attack. I sure do, yeah. It's perfect time for me to hit him one more time if he's facing yep. me. 
Uh, so that's an 18. That will still hit. Oh, okay. I don't think you can miss now. Like, I mean, it's entirely possible. Uh, I just rolled a one for my damage, but I get to re-roll that thanks to one of my fun skills. So, suck it, Russ. Uh, so 16. <laughs> um, yeah, he, oh, yeah, he turns to face you and catches the axe straight in the face as he's spitting the biggest loogie out right at you and releases it just as the axe is connecting so you get a big face full of loogie you know that's fair ew you know what that's one of the things I don't I have a high tolerance for like gore and gross stuff on TV and movies not a problem for me usually when I see people spit in other people's faces I'm just like yeah so fucking rude. Yeah. Like, sure, he just, like, carved this guy up with an axe, but he but, spit like, in his face. Right? That is just general human debasement. Like, I do not like that. Uh, I feel very strongly about it. Continue. That's right. Sad to say. That's, Sad to share. That's, that's my turn. <laughs> uh, roll a d20 for me. Uh, hacking and getting spit on. <laughs> Flint's life in a nutshell. <laughs> uh, so that it. Any bonuses or anything? Nope. Okay, that's a nine. <laughs> Are you sure? You're still Flint. Okay. Right. Right. All those dragon claws are dead, so it is new Lara's turn. Uh, okay. And there's how many in the room now? Like three or something? Uh, yeah, they're like taunting you and being like, get in here. Come on. It's a great time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's uh, Use your bow. <laughs> two, three, four, five. There are five of them in there. Okay. It's a great time. Come on over. <laughs> exactly. You're going to love it. We're having the best party. Um, so good, look at these sweet snacks we brought. I guess I will um, try to shoot one with my light crossbow. I fail because that's a 10, but it's okay. I'm going to try again. Uh, one, for your knowledge, is a light with fairy fire. Oh. So if you were aiming with that one. Which I mean, why not? I mean, I guess. I don't like how. Biggest target. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So that time was better. It was a 21. Is four damage. Um, okay. They're like, we got great... Puff, you didn't want the Pringles. <laughs> you didn't like Chicago-style popcorn? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, I want both of those things, but let's just kill them first. Um, uh, so second attack then. Uh, doesn't do well. It is a 13. Well, if you're attacking the same one, it's also still... Advantage Fairy style. It is, so. it is, oh yeah, gosh, advantage, man, Thea. I like this spell. Fairy fire is dope. Yeah. Uh, so that is a twenty then. So that is five more damage. Uh, so now Donnie is going to try uh, to recharge his breath weapon now that they are in a room not with us. Mm-hmm. And he does. Donnie. Get in there, Donnie. 30 feet? Uh, oh, only 15, only 15 feet. Can you reach them? Mm, He's got to get into the room if he wants to hit any of them. Okay, he'll go in the room. There'll be three within a specific area. Okay. That's a nine, that's a 13, that's an 18. 18, obviously, will take half damage. Uh, the other two will fail. So, that is 21 damage, except the one gets 10. 
Nice. The one who took ten is on fire, but still alive. The other two scream out as their skin begins to melt, and they fall to the ground dead. Um, I guess, so he's going to try and, I don't, mm, mm, I don't want him to go in far enough to try and bite them. That seems okay. crazy. So he is so. currently at the... He's like mm, in the entryway, right? Like he still has, yeah, he's only moved like 15 feet down this hallway, yeah. so... I mean, he could, in theory, move back, but that's okay. Up to you. Okay, he can move back. I can stand in the way in case any of my friends want to go in there. But You're like the best nightclub bouncer ever. Totally right. <laughs> just like, yeah, I guess he like can like lift up also with them yeah. wings and whatnot. Them wings. Um. So there are three guys. One is on fire. One is a light with fairy fire. With two bows, crossbows, or two. Things stuck into them, and they're like, "Could we? Could we just pretend we didn't see you?" <laughs> <laughs> well, hello there. It's me, your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Uh, just me today. Uh, we got a little carried away in Monday's recording and didn't get a chance to do the interlude. So you're stuck with me yet again. I mean, it's. It's been that way for a long time, but we like doing it all together. So next week, we're going to make sure that we get back to it. Thank you for joining us for episode 75 of Dungeons and Dragons Into the Well Part 2. And if you've been with us this long and you're enjoying what we're doing, we invite you to come join us over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, uh, where we're building such a lovely community with amazing people. And we want you to be a part of that, too. Yes, it is a monthly subscription. Yes, there is a, a cost to being a part of it. Uh, it's, it's a cost that goes directly to support the show, to support the equipment, to support us going and doing uh, great things at cons and trying to get out and meet you. The, the higher we get, the more we can do that. We're getting very close to our next goal. I think we're only like $50 a month away from that. And at that goal... We're going to run a live streamed one shot for our patrons where you can come watch, give your suggestions. We can just have fun uh, playing a game together, which we, we don't normally get we don't normally get to do because we don't stream our episodes like some other podcasts do. Um, but we're going to do that, especially for you. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other great stuff that comes up as we continue to move up, grow stronger and get bigger. I, don't, I didn't write that part down. Just going off script here. Uh, so patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. We hope to see you over there. And if you are unable to join us on Patreon, we totally understand it. Money is a, is a, is a stick, is a sticky thing. It is. Um, so if you want to support the show, but can't commit to Patreon right now, we totally get that and invite you to leave us a rating and review. And if you do, we're going to read it right here. Now, normally with reviews, uh, lately, we've been liking to get everybody reading them, but because we've been on a roll doing it, I'm going to read a couple for you here. These first couple are from Facebook. Uh, first one from Alejandro Khan, who says, fun podcast, interesting story, hilarious RPing. Thank you, Alejandro. Um, also from Facebook, Jacob Madden reviewed us. These people are so amazing and they really get you involved in their adventures. We try to. We try very hard to. Um, so thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Alejandro. And uh, we'll do a quick one here from Apple Podcast. This one from Special Olympian from the U.S. says, Do yourselves a favor and listen to this podcast, you doinks. 
The actual review says, I'll be honest, the audio quality of the first show nearly drove me away, but I'm glad that I stuck it out because this quickly became a weekly must-listen for me. Between the memorable NPCs and the chemistry of the cast, you can't go wrong with this podcast. Thank you, Special Olympian, for uh, sticking it through that first episode. We know it's we know it's tough. That's all we can say. So thank you. Thank you for those reviews. They warm the the cockles of our hearts. And I know if Tom and Carla and Amy were here, uh, they would say very much the same thing. If you can leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podchaser, Podknife, Facebook, any of those, we will read it right here. Thank you so much. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description, including the Dungeons and Dragons Discord and the Reckless Play Guild Facebook group, where you can get to know us as well as some other great podcasts within the Facebook group, um, the Discord specifically for Dungeons and Dragons. So go check out the links down in the description and come join us. Final thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere and sound effects in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. The next episode will be out next Wednesday, March 27th, as Flint, Thea, and New Lara continue their trek through the Well of Dragons towards the Cult of the Dragons ritual. Speaking of which, we gotta we gotta see what's going on with these these cultists over here that uh, look like they're gonna try and talk their way out of this. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. You have a great week. We'll talk soon. We'll, we'll go the other way and it'll be okay. It's kind of directing this towards you, Nolar. We're not gonna let you go. But but what if we put our weapons down and, and gave you the snacks that we had as a token of good faith? Flint, what do you think? Should we just like tie these losers up and leave them here or should we kill them? I mean... Seems unsporting now, to be honest. Yeah, if, if they're kind of throwing in the towel, it, it doesn't really seem fair. But at the same time, we kind of got this thing that's happening regardless of whether or not we we treat them with respect or not. Um, oh, maybe they can help us on their way out. How so? We could help. We're super, we're super great at helping. Well, you know, like we're looking for the way in there and maybe the one that isn't as populated as another one might be uh, a good heads up. Hmm. Yeah. How well you guys know this layout. What are your jobs here? Exactly. Um, well, I mean, we're, we're guards for the, for the prisoners. Um, Where are the prisoners? Wait, there's prisoners? Well, the other room across oh. the hall looked like it had had prisoners in it. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're, they're the prisoners got taken. Yeah, that's. I mean, they got taken. So there's no prisoners anymore, which is why we're in here having snacks. Where'd the prisoners get taken? Uh, to, to the sacrificial chamber. That was a while ago, though, so don't know what happened to them since right, and, then. Uh, and where is the sacrificial chamber from here? Yeah, no, there's like, there's, you know, there's a prisoner behind you there. There's two more prisoners. So if you go up and you take your first left and you follow that down a ways, Bob's your uncle, you get to, you get to the prisoner chamber. Uh, follow up question. Is this prisoner chamber near wherever Tiamat's doing her thing? Well, I mean, it's kind of uh, win some, win some, get some. Uh, so you sacrifice the prisoners, and it helps Tiamat come back. Mm-hmm. So then it's close by. Yep. I mean, you could have just so said yes we, to the previous question. 
I, I'm a man of man of many words, which apparently are win some get some. <laughs> I feel like that would be on the side of a Korean like blogging. <laughs> yeah, totally. So can we go now? I mean, no, you can't go. That was never on the table. All right, then. But we could. Then he rushes forward and tries to swipe oh, at you. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, well, good. Let him try. No more explanation. I mean, he hits you, but... Does he really? Yeah. He hits you, but it doesn't do anything. It's back up to Thea, who is down the hall. Can I see if with my keen, wolfy senses, mm-hmm. can I smell anything in the and Make the an hallway? investigation. And investigate with my sniffer. Is there anything in particular you are um, sniffing for? Oh, well, no, because I rolled four, so. So I take one more look. Uh, you see no uh, new signs of movement and I, uh, or tracks of any sort. And I back away until I'm clear from, like, I didn't want to turn my back to a T if someone was, like, invisible and, like, just ready to, like, fuck with me. Sure. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I I back up until it is safe to turn and sprint back into the action because I hear the battle cry of someone butthurt about not being able to be let go or something. Okay. Uh, do I get there? How, how far do I get? I ran. Uh, well, you get back. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Nulara is still blocking the hallway, though. Can I jump over her? Mm, you'd also be jumping over one of the other guys. So, yep. Okay. Is there a guy on the other side I can bite? Uh, well, he's going to take a swing at you as you jump over top. But I'm so stealthy, can't... It's not a matter of stealth. <laughs> he sees you jump over top of him. Fine. Take your swing. Ooh. Ooh, wow, I'm feeling ballsy. I like ballsy. this bold new stance. Seven. No. So you jump over and land sure-footed on the other side. It's and... just the one that uh, she's uh, attacking or is being attacked by Nulara. Um, and then there are two more, two more in the room. Yeah, oh, so I'm going to jump over Nulara and the asshole, and then I'm going to blast the other two that are in the room. Just because I don't like the shape of their cut of their jib. Sure, yeah. The shape of the cut of their jib. Mm-hmm. The, the shape, okay. you know what I mean. Six, seven. <gasps> That's negative to both of those. So, you take 4d8 cold damage. 16 cold damage. Uh, one of them, who was previously on fire, was like, oh, finally. Oh, God, the fire flames are out. <laughs> You're welcome. Freezes in spot. Aww. And the other one does as well. And both fall forward and shatter on the ground. I look back and I go, I killed something, guys. I give thumbs up, but... Flint is up. Nular is in the way. Can I just go up and take his weapon from him? He didn't seem too keen to, like, fight us sure. anyway. Uh, yeah, you could try to disarm him. You have to grapple him. Done. You're I so got strong. plus five to my yeah. strength. So. <laughs> You're so burly and strong. It's no problem. Uh, that's going to be a 19, Russ. Oh, yeah. he's He's definitely grappled. And uh, you just knock the weapon. Just gonna rip his weapon out of his hand. Maybe, maybe slap him lightly. (laughs) You do so. Uh. He takes. No. (laughs) He takes one damage and is just 
He feels real bad about himself. Perfect. <laughs> it's, more, it's more emotional damage. It's like, yeah. why are you destroying him by not destroying him? It's a power him? move. <laughs> yeah, it's a power 100%. move. 100%. I feel a little bad, but he, like, really is on the wrong side of history here in this whole Rise of yep. Tiamat thing. So, you know. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna do anything with him? Or? <laughs> yeah, what now? Uh, no, I'm. I think we should just take him with us, and I can just hold him the whole time by the scruff of his neck. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, he can direct us on which way to go. Yep, great, got it. Uh, so you have a a prisoner now. Mm-hmm. We we take prisoners. It's a new thing we're trying. Yep. I mean, yeah. we're not in, like, the biggest fight of our lives, so why not try something new and some extra, right? like, tag-along baggage? I mean, we don't have to. We can just drop hey, him on the floor and walk can, past him. In character. Don't worry, guys. We can kill him anytime. Like, if he starts to be a nuisance, we don't have to bring him with us, so... I promise Perfect. it won't be a nuisance. Mostly. You don't have to kill me, although they'll probably kill me if they see me with you, so... Well, you better hope they don't see you, then. Better keep it quiet. Touché. Okay, I'll be quiet. Yeah, the easier you make this for us, the easier we'll make it for you. Okay. I've been silent this whole time, so you don't know which side this up. <laughs> I mean, I can guess. <laughs> yeah, is a Are little bloodthirsty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I very rarely get to kill stuff, you guys, so this is... I'm, like, pointing exciting. at the rope to Thea, like, huh? Uh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, should we uh, should we head over to the sacrifice chamber, see if there's any survivors? Seems as good a place as any. Maybe we can stop the sacrifice in time. Seems doubtful, but it's worth a shot. What's this? Uh, what's this guy's name? Russ? Does he have a name? I don't know. He doesn't have a name tag. If only there was a way you could ask somebody their name. Uh, <laughs> I shake him a little bit and say, "What's your name?" My my name my, my, my name Stephen. He paused too long. It's not his real name. With a PH or a V? PV. Oh, oh, wow. I was not expecting that. All right, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> well, uh, where, where do you want to go? So we want to go to that so, chamber. So down into the left, I believe you said. I don't know why you're playing oh, dumb now. Yeah. Bob's my uncle. Something about that. You don't know about my family. Down and to the left. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't that trust way. him. I want to eat him. Down and to the left, he says with confidence, so the wolf doesn't eat him. Uh, Flint, do you want to go in the front with uh, Stefan here and uh, sure. make sure? All right, Stefan. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Great. Hey, what's marching order here? I guess I'm leading. Okay. I'll... I'll be in the middle okay. with Donnie. Okay, I like maybe. it. Sure. Hey, to remind you of your current position, there was the, the chamber of which you were fighting in. Uh, there was the one across the hall that looked like it was, uh, kind of had a bunch of just like grossness and garbage and stuff in there. As you continue walking down, um, you pass by a, a hallway on your right. As you kind of glance down it, you see uh, what looked like piled up bodies inside of this room. So none of them appear to be moving? Looking down the hall, it doesn't appear so, no. Stefan, what are the bodies for? They're, they're, they were prisoners. 
All right, what, so, what now? Some of the sacrifices then. Yeah, some that didn't didn't make it, you know. We, I mean, sacrifices traditionally don't make it. Well, no. Yeah, see, we took the rest of the prisoners to the sacrifice. Those are the prisoners that we held on past expiration date. Okay, I am wanting to kill Stefan more and more. This is like some gruesome shit. Hey, hey Nular, does your dagger need a refill? What's the deal there? <laughs> yeah, can you refill that with anything? I don't know. Does my dagger need a refill? And I, like, put my hand on the hilt. The gems do not glow? My thinking... I mean, I def want to kill this guy now, because it's like, he's so bad. And then just, you know, throw <laughs> him on top of I was forgetting how bodies. bad the cult was, but I want to get where we need to go with him before killing him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So we haven't announced that we want to kill him. Yes, no. We just shake, that is we at least I, mean, I think he knew Lara's thought, like, seeing that reminds me, like, oh, this isn't like a one-on-one person we're having a conflict. This is like a bloodthirsty ending the world murderous cult. Oh, yeah. Shit. Right, 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 right. Cool, 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 This cool, is why cool. we don't take prisoners, because yeah. they're all horrible. Remember we took a prisoner that one time, but then she ended up dying? Yeah. I think we took her from someone else, too. Yeah, we We're not did. great with prisoners. Yeah. Not great. Uh, so, um, so, we're just so not sorry. responsible enough to have pets. All right. Is this happening in character? Like, what's um, happening here? That no, was this just is like, out of character. Okay. Well, that was just my thinking. <laughs> yeah. That was my in-character thinking. Sure. Like, I have turned the corner and definitely want to kill this guy. But I want to try and get to that sacrifice chamber first. Okay, so this wasn't the sacrifice chamber, or it was the sacrifice chamber? It's It's where we held them. It's just the, the it's like kind okay. of the jail. All right, so uh, let's keep going to the sacrifice chamber then, Stefan. All right, so you leading the way there, Flint, with Stefan. Uh, you get, uh, there's a, a turn to the left, and he's like, yeah, it's uh, just down this way. And as you step down that way, you hear echoing through the halls the Jacorn kick back on. And it begins shaking rocks loose from the ceiling. I look at Donnie and I say, you okay, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I kind of tuned it out a while ago. Uh, it's not... I don't know, I still feel like we checked in on you. It's a whole, you know, Dracorn thing. Just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, no, they're spe- specifically targeting uh, it's, it's just dragons who feel like this is a great thing. Uh, and not me. Not me. So glad to hear it, man. Yeah. So glad to hear it. All right. All right. Nulara, make a perception check. 24. You guys keep walking. Nulara, you feel like you hear something behind you. Uh, so I say, did you guys hear that? Can you hear that? And I, like, kind of have stopped and I'm, like, not totally turning around. You two don't hear Nulara. Yulara turns and looks behind her and then looks back. And she is in a dark, silent hallway. Flint, Thea, Donnie, and Stefan are not with her. You two don't hear her say anything because she doesn't say anything. And you continue walking down the hall.
Some of the music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. Sound effects can be found at boomlibrary.com and at sirenscape.com. Also looks like Amy would like to disengage from something else right now. (laughs) (laughs) smell my dog is making. I'd like to disengage from this. This is me looking at a map, not him stumbling. Yeah, so he's still believable. He's not killing yeah. time as someone sneaks yeah, yeah. up behind us. Um, hey, oh my, uh, yeah, no, well, this let me is just me do this just dance over here while I'm looking away. at a map to give you direction. Yes, I know where my D8s are. I like that no one was questioning whether Amy knew where her D8s were. But she definitely knows where they are, guys. She definitely knows. She feels like she hears something. Or well, you she have hears like, yeah. you have a I feeling. Know what you like, mean. Well, there's a yeah. big dracorn with like falling things, Brrr. and that's what I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fog. It's like a foghorn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest. I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building. In Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.